What up, Bartzars Hackers? In today's episode, we take a deeper dive into the hidden sources of stress that might be sabotaging your very best efforts at creating a healthy, happy life. Because identifying the many sources of stress in your life is absolutely vital if you want to reduce the debilitating impact of stress on your body, mind, and soul. Before we start, let's just take a moment to shrug off any stress that you're carrying right now. Closing your eyes if that's safe, not if you're driving or anything, um, and just take a few deep breaths right into your belly, long and slow. Inhale. And exhale, giving your shoulders a shrug or two and just feeling all the tension dropping away as you inhale and exhale, softening your jaw, letting go of any tightness you're holding there. Inhale deeply into your belly. And exhale, allowing your belly to soften and release. Letting go of any tension and stress that you're holding there. Inhale. And exhale. A couple more times. Just letting it all go and bringing yourself here to this moment. And then opening your eyes and bringing yourself back to the space that you're in. Alrighty, so there is no doubt at all that stress is a major problem in our modern lifestyles with one study showing that 60 to 80% of patients go to their doctor with a stress-related problem, which is pretty mind-blowing. It's not hard to conclude that some form of stress is at the bottom of almost everything that goes wrong with our health and happiness, and I think that is almost universally recognized. But saying reduce your stress is far, far easier than actually, well, reducing your stress. We all know that we need to reduce stress. But you can't just wave a magic wand and remove everything that's creating stress in your life with a flick of the wrist, especially when these stresses are external, right? Or can you? The good news is that it is actually very possible to start reducing and even removing stress from your life. Okay, maybe not all the stresses at once with a magic wand, but slowly and surely you can address the stresses in your life and remove the resulting stress. Or at least reduce the impact that that stressor has on you. 
I mean, that's essentially the premise and how we run all of our programs. Even when it seems to be about something else like healthy changes or healthy habits, diet or motivation, what we're really doing is helping our clients to unwind some kind of stress on the body so that they are then better able to achieve whatever the goal of that program is. It's not a quick process. In fact, it's more of a lifelong skill that we all need to develop, but it is most definitely possible and doesn't even have to be that hard. The problem arises because most of us just don't see or understand the many hidden sources of stress. We all have a tendency to focus instead on the problems in front of us, and sometimes those are simply too challenging for you to deal with right now. In fact, these big stresses are usually a result of a number of underlying smaller hidden stresses, and the good news is that these smaller underlying stresses are usually easier to fix. For example, if you suffer from anxiety, you may see anxiety as the stressor that needs to be fixed. But in fact, what we need to do first is address the things that are creating the anxiety. These underlying stresses are often unseen or silent, as we can only see the resulting stress, the anxiety, when it could be a number of factors a particular food causing inflammation in the body and a resulting sense of anxiety, a limiting belief that causes you to worry, uh, even an incorrect manner of breathing or perhaps your posture. All of these are potential stresses that create anxiety and all of those things can more easily be shifted than anxiety, but first you have to recognize them You have to see that they're there and how they're impacting your life. So what I want to cover today is really the first step in the process of reducing stress, recognizing the sources of stress in your life, particularly the hidden sources. Because if you can't see the stresses and understand how they're impacting you, then it's almost impossible to remove them. And the reality is that we are rarely aware of many of the things that are impacting us and creating stress, not only on the body, but the mind and the soul too. Before we dive into it, let's bear in mind that stress isn't completely bad. Stress is in fact a normal part of life And the acute stress response to a specific incident can be a useful driver to help your body get better at that response or process. For example, like exercise stress. But it is actually chronic stress, which is too much over too long a period of time, that can have significantly damaging consequences for your physical and mental well being. And it is this chronic stress that is holding you back from making real changes to your health and your life. 
And what is talked about even less is that stress comes from many more places than simply the emotional stress we typically think about in terms of a traumatic event or a busy executive trying to juggle a stressful, high-powered job or business with family. And this leads to many people not recognizing that they are stressed and burnt out because they don't see the sources of their stress. In fact, many people completely dismiss their burnout because they feel they can't legitimately be stressed if they don't have a high-pressure job and four kids to worry about. And so today, I'd like to talk a bit about some of the common sources of stress, including some that you might never have thought about before. If it's safe for you to do so, you might like to grab a pen and paper to mark down the ones that you think might apply to you. But maybe don't do that if you're driving or operating heavy machinery or something. Now let's look at the obvious contenders that we all know about already. The big one we all think about is a traumatic, life-changing experience, particularly with longer-term impact on your life, such as the death of a loved one, a relationship breakdown like divorce, losing a job, or a physical accident. But there are also many smaller traumatizing events that can hugely affect a person's state of mind, especially when it impacts their self-esteem. Even positive events that have a big life-changing impact, such as having a baby, can create significant stress while you adjust to the new situation. And what people often fail to recognize is that trauma from a long time ago, real or imagined, can be impacting you today, especially if it wasn't talked about or worked through at the time. Trauma can create huge shifts in perspective that stay with you a lifetime And you often need to work through this to start reducing the impact it might be having in your life. Sometimes it can be as simple as talking about it. But for serious trauma, it can be safer to do this with a professional who is trained to help you deal with trauma in a safe manner that won't create even more stress and trauma for you. But it's not just the big stuff that can sabotage your healthy, happy life. We also need to pay attention to the small stuff. Lower impact stress on an ongoing basis can also have a huge impact on your health and mental well-being. For example, being in an ongoing challenging relationship, caring for family, older or younger, financial difficulties, academic pressures, job insecurity, a highly pressured work environment, or work bullying. These social stresses, such as discrimination, harassment, and bullying, or even feeling like you struggle to make social connections, can all cause significant stress over time. Similarly, lack of support and love from others, feeling alone, 
or not having a safe space to express yourself can create a lot of stress. Lack of connectivity is very much linked to our primal need to belong to the herd, which goes some way to explaining why the opinions of others matter so much to us. Even when we know that it doesn't really have any bearing on your life. We talk about that more in a future episode, but for now it's important to understand that social stresses can be having more impact on you than you realize simply because of your primal, hardwired stress responses and need to belong to the herd. Now, these emotional based stresses are all very typical stresses that come to mind when you think about reducing stress. This is what I call the big stuff. And to reduce the impact, you need to focus on internal changes shifting your perspectives, and shifting the limiting beliefs that create these perspectives, something that often requires you to have external support, like working with a coach or um, in our own programs and communities, or finding a therapist that is a good fit for you. However, there are a lot of other stresses that we don't often talk about that can more easily be changed, sometimes through a simple change in lifestyle or environment. One that often isn't taken into account is the stress impact of toxins in your environment. These can be very damaging to the body and brain, which then creates additional strain on your health. For example, toxic household and garden chemicals, air pollution, even noise pollution. I mean, how many neighbor bust-ups happen over noise? And of course, smoking or passive smoking is also a toxin that creates significant stress on the body. Even spending many hours under artificial lighting with not enough sunlight and too much screen or other technology use can also put a huge strain on your health. Lack of sleep is probably one of the biggest stresses on health and happiness that I see. And there are so many ways that sleep deprivation can cause stress on the body. It continues to be an area where most of us fail to give enough attention. And you really can't overestimate the damage you're doing if you don't get the sleep that your body needs. Because this is when vital repair, healing and rest can take place. It's a whole other topic, but I really don't recommend that you go on a diet and exercise program if you're struggling with getting enough sleep because you're almost destined for failure. Address the sleep issues first, whatever it takes. Now, the food you eat or don't eat, as the case may be, can also create substantial stress and damage to your body and brain in the form of dietary stresses increasing your overall stress load in a way that we often don't realize and sabotaging all your best efforts to get healthy or even to eat healthily. For example, eating too much sugar can cause physical stress in the form of blood sugar spikes and crashes, leading you to feel fatigued, irritable, having mood swings, and in the longer term, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and other health problems which then in turn create even more stresses, 
And the same can be said for eating processed foods, which are often high in salt, sugar, and highly damaging unhealthy oils that can lead to inflammation, digestive problems, and chronic diseases such as heart disease and cancers, all of which then create even more stress on the body, the mind, and the soul. And we all know that overeating can put a strain on your body too, not just in the moment as the body struggles to digest and store excess food, but over time in the form of obesity and related health issues also. But undereating can also be a problem because the body can struggle to carry out many of the chemical processes that affect your performance and keep you alive without the necessary nutrients which puts the body under more stress. This can leave you feeling fatigued, weak, and impair your cognitive function, amongst other things. And over time, nutrient deficiencies can lead to a range of health problems, including anemia, osteoporosis, and immune system dysfunction. In fact, undereating and overeating can be a problem at the same time if you are undereating healthy food but overeating processed, nutrient-empty foods. And we can include not enough water into the undernourished category because when you're dehydrated, vital processes in the body can't take place and you'll eventually die if you don't get water, which kind of puts a bit of stress on you too. And dieting itself can create stress, and I think we're all familiar with the mental stress that dieting can cause. But making big changes to your food can also create physical stresses on the body, even when moving to a healthier way of eating, as the body initially struggles to adapt to different chemical pathways and responses to the new foods. This is a huge reason that diets so often don't work, and we will talk about that in a future episode too. It might be obvious that eating junk can be damaging and cause stress on the body, but did you know that sometimes healthy foods can also damage and stress the body? For example, did you know that uh, caffeine, gluten, or even tomatoes can actually trigger anxiety or inflammation? Even when you eat can create more stress on your body, because eating late at night can disrupt sleep, a huge source of stress and can cause digestive discomfort. Other non-food things we consume, such as medications, alcohol, and other drugs, can also put a lot of strain on the body as they interfere with the body's natural processes and force the body to make adaptations. Chronic pain is another hugely debilitating stress, as anyone who has lived with ongoing pain will know. Not only does it create emotional stress, but inflammation around the painful area is also creating a cascade of hormones in the body, leading to imbalances and potentially other health issues over time. So this is another area we always recommend addressing before you jump into increasing your exercise, and I would urge you to address any chronic pain in your body, even if you feel like it's something you can live with for now because know that it is creating damaging stress for you. And let's talk about exercise. It's such an interesting one because we purposely put stress on our body when we exercise. 
because we know it helps the body to adapt and that helps you to get fitter and stronger. So although it's a good stress, as is most stress in small, short doses, we do need to be aware that exercise is creating additional stress. So when you're trying to reduce stress overall, you need to make allowance for that instead of going crazy on the exercise at the same time. There definitely seems to be a mindset of more is better when it comes to exercise, resulting in a lot of us over-exercising and creating too much stress on the body with not enough rest and recovery, which ends up being more damaging, not only in the form of injuries and joint damage, but to hormonal and metabolic processes in the body too. This can also happen if you have a very physically demanding job where you can't take enough rest for the body to recover. Of course, a sedentary lifestyle is also super stressful on the body as you become stiffer and less mobile, gain weight and lose muscle, making it harder for the body to cope. So it is all about creating a balance. Because when you exercise optimally, then you create a positive stress on the body but you also reduce chronic stresses in your life as your body and hormones respond to the exercise to become healthier and fitter. There are plenty of other sources of stress. For example, even the way you breathe, because shallow chest breathing can put your body in a state of stress and cause anxiety. Genetic variations can create stress as they affect how effectively your body manages vital processes. Pressure to perform or achieve, usually self-driven, is a huge underlying and very hidden stress for a lot of people. This often shows up as being an A-type, or can be seen in how you approach sport, your work, or even your social media. But it can also be present for anybody who never feels good enough and in some way feels inadequate and that they always have to do better. Negative emotions, including anxiety, anger, worry, depression, fear, jealousy, and even boredom, all trigger the stress response, your fight or flight. Because these emotions are actually signals to the brain that there is something to worry about a potential danger. Even your thoughts can create stress on the body in the same manner, which is why judgment is the biggest stressor of all and why it is so important to move away from judgment, especially self-judgment, and towards presence where you accept what is without judging. And if your thoughts create stress, then you might be getting stressed just listening to all of this. And I'm sorry about that. But sometimes a little stress can be motivating too. And the point that I want to make is that there are a lot of sources of stress, which in fact makes it easier for you to start addressing some of those smaller hidden sources instead of worrying about how you can create less stress with the big things in your life. But what is important to realize is that the effects of stress can create stress themselves. 
For example, putting on weight, negative feelings when you can't cope, and physical damage to your body will all create more stress. This sets up a vicious, self-perpetuating stress cycle where you feel completely trapped and unable to know where to even start. And this is why it feels absolutely impossible to wave a magic wand and even begin to reduce the stress in your life. Often just the act of trying creates even more stress. Because stress doesn't come from just one place. As we've seen today, it comes from all sorts of sources. Not just trauma and busy, stressful lifestyles, but also the food you eat or don't eat, your environment, not enough sleep, chronic pain, your exercise patterns, medications, and even negative emotions and thoughts. And the stressors themselves create even more stresses. So you can see how it is not just one or two things that make your life stressful, but instead a wide range of stressors layered in and interacting together to create a load on your body, mind and soul, which is something we will talk about in next week's episode, Lightening the Load. For now, as negative as this episode has sounded, I hope it's giving you an opportunity to identify some of the silent stresses in your life. You can just pick two or three that can quite easily be changed and start there. For example, the way you breathe, and you can have a look at bite size hack number one for that. Or using toxic chemicals in the home, which you can quite easily swap out with more natural products. Instead of worrying about things that you can't influence, or the things that present too great a challenge for you to tackle right now. Because that is simply going to create more stress instead of helping you to deal with it. Remember, this is your journey. You need to find the route that works for you up your mountain. And the reality is, that most of us can't abseil straight up to the top. And that's okay. Let go of any judgment because that will keep you trying and failing to abseil up the cliff face. Just start with the small steps that will take you to a more gradual path, a path that works for you. I'll end with our quote for the week, something from Joan Borisenko, author and a leading expert on stress, spirituality, and the mind-body connection, something we talk about a lot here at Eat, Sleep, Play, Repeat. She says, every day brings a choice to practice stress or to practice peace. And what I want you to take away today is that if you choose to practice peace with just the small stuff, 
and we've looked at plenty of those today, you might find that the big stuff will start to take care of itself. Over and out, my friends. <laughs>